Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Tyrone here with us. Hey everyone. And we are doing another lockdown episode. We're essentially, all the cinemas are still closed, so we can't, We that's why you haven't seen an episode from us about Shang-Chi or Free Guy. And it's probably going to continue for another month, right? At least. Is there something that would have come out this week that we would have watched or... Uh, I think this week was. I actually, don't think there is anything this yeah, week. I think this week was actually quite weak. In a couple mm. of weeks, there's Venom. Let there be carnage, uh, which we also won't be able to watch. We'll do an episode with all of them. Everything that all we've of the missed. movies we missed. There's going to be quite a bit because there's going to be Shang Chi. There's going to be uh, Venom. There's going to be Free Guy. June. Basically, anything that comes out between now and November, <laughs> we'll mm. we'll be missing. But we're going to do a fun episode anyway. So we've got an episode about cinematic universes because there's quite a few of them. And a lot of the stuff we actually talk about is centered around these cinematic universes anyway. So we're going to do an assessment, an examination of every cinematic universe. I, I use that term loosely because there's quite a few. But we are going to look at quite a few today anyway. But uh, we're not going to look at every single one of them. So if you're looking for the Dora, the Explorer Extended Universe assessment then you might not get that i didn't know there was one so weren't they going to do one with who's their friend diego or something yeah yeah i don't know were they i don't know (laughs) i i I have no idea (laughs) he has his own show doesn't he i just once again i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we were gonna basically go through about 20 different universes and then give them a pass or fail based on their but what are our what are we grading on? Like, what, what are we looking for? It will vary depending on what I like. <laughs> so, there's no there's no framework. 
just what I feel at the moment. Well, I think it sh- it shouldn't just be. Obviously, they're going to have good movies in them, but I think we also should look at whether how connected the universes are. Because yeah, I mean, some universes call themselves universes, but they're not really. So, and we'll get into that. But yeah, we're going to give it our rating of cognitive recalibration, which means it's a pass, or a cognitive regression, which means it's a fail. And uh, we split up 10H. So we, we went away and did some research. We're going to give you some facts, and then we're going to give you our ratings on on all 20. And then we can decide which one's the best definitively at the end. So how do you want to do it? Should we just take it in turns, and we'll go through it? Yeah, you can go first. All right. So I'll start with the undisputed gold standard for cinematic universes, the DCEU. That was a joke. It's not. <laughs> Oi, he zagged. He zagged. You thought he was going to zig, but he zagged. <laughs> so there's been 11 movies released to date. They started in 2013 with Man of Steel, and the latest one is The Suicide Squad, which we reviewed about a month ago. And we've reviewed most of these movies, actually, on the podcast, so you can check them out in our playlist on, on our thoughts on the individual movies. In terms of the universe as a whole, well, firstly, there's there's more movies planned. So there's Black Adam, The Flash, Aquaman, and The Lost Kingdom, and Shazam, The Fury of the Gods, which are all in post-production, and they're going to come out in the next year. And then there's other planned movies like Batgirl, Blue Beetle, The Amazons, Wonder Woman 3, Zatanna, and Black Canary. You're not counting the Batman in this, are you? No, I'm not, because it's not officially in this, is it? It's not in this. Well, I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think, well, they, they haven't said it's... They haven't said that it is in it, but they also haven't said that it isn't. So I don't know. Maybe it is. There's also a TV series, The Peacemaker, which is also part of this universe. So if we were to do this assessment, this rating like two years ago before Aquaman, I would probably give them a regression because I think their movies up till probably up till Justice League. There was only one decent movie, which was Wonder Woman, and the rest were pretty... And I guess Man of Steel and the rest. You don't like Man of Steel? No, I think Man of Steel is pretty decent as well. But the the other three were not that great out of the first five. Uh, but then they did Aquaman, which was fine. It wasn't amazing, but it was fine. Uh, and then they did Shazam, which was pretty good. They did Birds of Prey, which I didn't like that much, but it was okay. I know some people like it. You liked it. Oh, that's okay. I've yeah, not going to die. On, on a hill protecting birds of prey. <laughs> and then Wonder Woman 1984, which is... I liked at the time, but I've kind of liked less and less as time has gone on. I haven't seen it again since the first time we watched it, but... People really don't like that movie. Maybe we were wrong. Like, yeah, a lot of people that I respect don't like that movie. So maybe it was a bad movie and I just didn't realise at the time. We watched it on Christmas Day. We were just too happy. We, we just uh, had the Christmas cheer. It's too, we it. I was too into Christmas. But, yeah, like it wasn't amazing, but I didn't think it was a train wreck either. And this is when it gets interesting. Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I actually really liked. <sighs> it's all right, but it's bloody four hours long. I'm going to watch that again. <laughs> and then the Suicide Squad, which I also really liked. So I think they're... Basically 50-50 for me. So they're almost on the fence of a... They've made some big mistakes and then they've done some good stuff after that. But in terms of how connected the movies are, I think post-Justice League 2017, they've been less connected. They're almost just standalone movies. Like there's not that much that's suggesting that they are interconnected now. So maybe they're they're kind of uh, not going to do the interconnected universe as much now. 
So, based on that, is it really a cinematic universe anymore? You've just broken our whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's already unraveled. It's only the first one. <laughs> I'm giving it a fail because it's not a cinematic universe. <laughs> well, I'm giving it. I'm also giving it a a fail. I'm giving it a cognitive regression because when it was a cinematic universe, it wasn't very good, and I think now. It's not really a cinematic universe. Like the movies are good, but I don't think it's really a cinematic universe now because they're not really that connected. So I would give it a cognitive regression. Okay. All right. So we've got one regression so far. Let's see how many regressions versus uh, recalibrations we get. What's your first one? Look, this first one could unravel the podcast even further because I don't even know if this is a cinematic universe. <laughs> I've got Unbreakable Universe, which has three films made. $773 million on a $104 million budget. The first one's Unbreakable and the last one's Glass. That's split in the middle. Look, they all have different names, but is it really a, is it really a different universe, a, a, a cinematic universe, or is it just a three movies and a trilogy? So what's our definition of cinematic universe? I think it's when you have characters that are featured in a movie, but then they have their own movies where the other characters aren't featured. So they have like solo movies, but then they have team-up movies. So yeah, okay. using that definition, I think this is a cinematic universe because they've got Glass, which is the team-up movie, and then they've got yep. Split and Unbreakable, which are the standalone movies. So I've seen Split and Unbreakable, but I haven't seen Glass because I heard it wasn't good. So I guess I guess we, we've only seen... You haven't seen Glass either, so we've only seen two-thirds of this. Yeah, I haven't seen Glass either, but... It wasn't really a cinematic universe until Glass, technically. Because Split was its own thing. Like, there was no, there was nothing suggesting that it was a shared universe until the post Oh, no, at the end right? of Split, you see David Dunn. Remember? At the end, yeah. It's like a post-credit scene, but it's before the credits. That could have that could have been left out, and it wouldn't have made any difference. So, I, I think I'm going to give it a fail. It's not enough of a cinematic universe. It's really just, they're like, oh, these two could work together. Is it done as well? Oh, like- yeah. No, no future planned. Yeah. He's M. Night Shyamalan said that he he might come back to it if something if like he thinks of something, but at the moment he has nothing planned to do it. So, and that was in 2019 when he said that. So it's unlikely that there's going to be anything coming back to this universe. Unbreakable and split are good movies, but yeah, I'd probably give it a regression from all. I'm giving it a fail. From all accounts, it's uh, Glass is not great. So yeah, all right. Now I'll actually go to the undisputed gold standard of cinematic universes, the Dark Universe. Got you again. Yes, my favorite. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So he the- zagged again. <laughs> he's going to keep zagging until we think he's going to zig and then he'll zag. <laughs> so uh, the Dark Universe is a series of monster films which are produced by Universal. They've had, I think they've tried to start this multiple times and they've kind of uh, restarted it many times after that. So I think initially the first movie that was meant to start this was Dracula Untold. That didn't happen. And then they restarted it with The Mummy 2017 with Tom Cruise. And technically that still counts. So they haven't rebooted it since then. And The Invisible Man, which came out last year. Yeah, last year. That seems like a long time ago because that was the last movie we watched in in the cinemas, wasn't it, before COVID. So that that's part of the universe and... They have a lot of other movies planned, but whether they'll actually be made is questionable. The The Bride of Frankenstein, Dark Army, Renfield, The Invisible Woman, 
Monster Mash, Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Van Helsing, The Wolfman. There's another Dracula movie. There's a Phantom of the Opera movie. And there's a Hunchback of Notre Dame movie. Why is the Hunchback of Notre Dame in this? Isn't he more Disney? <laughs> I think he's like an open open property. Like anyone can use him, I think. And is he a monster? He's just a guy, isn't he? He's just a guy with scoliosis. <laughs> Lives in the Notre Dame. Yeah, straight up. I'm just, I've, I've only seen The Invisible Man, which is pretty good, pretty decent movie. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the rest of these. But I'm going to give it a fail anyway because I don't like the rest of these. I just don't <laughs> like the names. Yeah. Remember they did like a whole announcement and like a photo shoot with all the different actors that were going yeah, to be Yeah, they did have the actors there though. That was just CGI'd. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think they announced like Johnny Depp, Angelina Jolie, or Tom Cruise was already in it. Russell Crowe was already in it. And then they had, they sort of announced all these big name actors and they announced all these movies. But I don't think any of them are actually going to happen. But Invisible Man was good. But again, it is basically a standalone movie. Like, uh, if you told me that it wasn't in the dark universe, I would be like, "Yeah, it's not," because it's just a it's just a movie. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know if it is in the dark universe. So, and I don't think they know. So, I think it's going to be one to look out for the, in the future. I don't think it's over. I think the universe still may may happen, but we don't know for the moment. Do I want to see more of the universe? Probably not. <laughs> I don't really care. So. Yeah, we're going to give that a regression because that's uh, one of the key examples of how not to do a universe, I think. Next one, I am doing X-Men, Fox, X-Men. So $6 billion made, $1.7 billion spent, and 13 films made. Started with X-Men way back when, and the last movie that they made was uh, New Mutants. Yeah, those are the films. They've got nearly as many cancelled films as actual films, so... There was an X-Force film that was planned, that was cancelled. Gambit film that was planned. With New Channing Mutants Tatum. 2 and 3 were planned. Channing Tatum, Gambit, yes, yep. An Alpha Flight film, which is like Canadian Avengers. X-23 film. A Multiple Man film with James Franco. A Kitty Pride film. And then Deadpool 3. So all of these were planned at some point. They all got cancelled once the merger happened, essentially. Except for Deadpool 3, which is essentially... Still in development, I guess. This is a bit of a mixed bag, isn't it? What? Yeah. What? What do you think? Is what do you think of this cinematic universe? Also, is it a cinematic universe? <laughs> yes, because well, Wolverine has his own movies, his own yeah, he's got yes. his own movies. So yeah, and then uh, Deadpool has his own movies, and oh, I guess he never actually featured in any. They of never them. cross over though. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's in. He's technically in Wolverine Origins. So and then have they done any other non? X-Men movies, apart from that. Well, they've done New Mutants. Yeah, because that counts. So it is a cinematic universe. Yeah, so I'm giving it a regression because it's a really bad interconnected universe. There's uh, there's no continuity even within movies. So, yeah, I'm I'm giving it a regression. A fail, yeah. They've rebooted it multiple times because they, they had a crackhead at once. They did the first three X-Men movies and then they, they're like, well, we didn't do the third one properly. And then they restarted again. And then they did it even worse the second time. So... Technically, they're all connected, but they're not connected as well, which, yeah, it's not enough connection for me. Feels like I'm on Vodafone. <laughs> in a rural community in Australia. Yeah, Vodafone in, like, Traugan or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd have to agree. But there are some standout movies. Like, one of my favourite superhero movies of all time is X-Men First Class. I think that's a really great movie. Days of Future Past is also 
pretty decent. X-Men 2 is pretty decent. And Logan is good as well. And the Deadpool movies are decent. But there's also some really bad movies in there. and Some not, stinkers, yeah. Yeah, they're not really... Like you said, they're not really that connected. So I'm, we're going to have to continue the regression train with this one. That sounds weird, regression train. I, I don't even know what to compare it to. Let's just move on, <laughs> act like it didn't happen. <laughs> okay, so the next one I have is universe that I guess they've done an all right job, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, he zagged. He zigged and then he zagged. No, did you? Z- no, you zigged this time. You zagged the previous time. So yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this one, this one is the gold standard for cinematic universes. I think they've done it the best. Obviously, everyone's trying to catch up to Marvel. Like, everyone decided to do cinematic universes because of Marvel. They didn't even exist before Marvel, did they? Although, like people say, Quentin Tarantino's movies are all interconnected. Yeah, but there's no, uh, there's no team up movie. You don't see the Reservoir Dogs teaming up with Kill Bill chick yeah. i don't know what her name is it's definitely one of the the best ones and i think the key with this universe is that you could watch a single movie and still have a good time and still enjoy the movie so you could watch infinity war not watch any of the movies before that you might be a little bit confused but you'll you'll still sort of appreciate the movie because there's enough substance in the movie itself to be standalone there are some minor missteps i guess with age of ultron where thor jumps in a pool Stuff like that where you wouldn't have those kind of scenes if it wasn't a cinematic universe. Like, it wouldn't make any sense if it was a standalone movie. But otherwise, it's done pretty well. It's done as well as anyone could imagine doing it. So, the only people that can beat Marvel are essentially Marvel now. So, the only way they can... They've done well so far. They've done really well so far. So, it's really up to them now to to keep going and not fail. Yeah, definitely the best universe and all the movies are connected and it works really well, but they did release Shang-Chi on Disney Plus and I, and I did get to watch it, so I'm giving it a fail. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's a fail from me. Obviously uh, a pass from me. Just to reiterate, I'm giving it a fail. It's the best universe and I really like it, but I am giving it a fail. <laughs> it's one of the reasons we, why we started this podcast as well. All right, what's your next one? I've got the Rocky franchise. I've got a whole load of shit ones. You took all the good ones. Oh, I've got some some uh, not so great ones coming up. So Rocky made one point six billion and two hundred four million spent. So you got the Rocky movies, and then you got the two Creed movies. Rocky's in the Creed movies, right? He's in both the Creed movies. He is. Yeah. So yes, it, he's it in both. As, yeah. a, as a cinematic universe, I think this does count as a cinematic universe. It's loosely a cinematic universe, I think. Rocky is the same character, but is it just a continuity of the story? Is it just a continuation? It's not really a team-up. There's no Creed separate movie. And tonally, they range greatly, don't they? Because Creed's like a pretty serious movie, and uh, some of those Rocky movies are pretty campy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think there's one where there's the one where he fights Dolph Lundgren, I think is very campy. I know the first Rocky movie is also a more serious movie. I haven't seen all of them, I must admit, but I know they're uh, they're varying in quality. I've seen both the Creed movies, and when I watched Creed 2, I watched a copy that didn't have subtitles, and there's a lot of Russian in it, and I didn't know what they were saying, so I don't know if, <laughs> I, don't know if I fully picked up on what was happening in that movie, <laughs> but yeah, they were both enjoyable. There's Creed 3 coming out soon, uh, well, in development with Michael B. Jordan directing. So it's a it's a universe that's continuing, 
But in my mind, this is in a cinematic universe, so I'm giving it a fail. I haven't seen enough of this because I haven't seen Creed 2 and I haven't seen a lot of the Rocky movies, so I haven't seen enough of it to even judge it. So what, what do you like? It's like giving a um, like a maths exam to an English teacher to mark. It's like that. Like what's the English teacher going to know apart from like basic maths? I think the English teacher knows basic maths. <laughs> <laughs> it's like giving a calculus exam to an English teacher. So it's, yeah. So I, okay. I'm just going to yeah, give fair it enough. A, like because I don't know, I'm just going to fail it. <laughs> It's going to be yeah, a bad yeah. teacher. And if, just if, you, <laughs> if you don't know, you fail it. That's the rule. That's the rule we're going by. My next one is the SUMC, or now it's known as the SSU. Both terrible names. The Sony Spider-Man universe. So is this the Andrew Garfield one? So it was It was meant to be the Andrew, Andrew Garfield one. So essentially Amazing Spider-Man was meant to start up a, a whole Spider-Man universe with the Sinister Six and... Who was that guy that kept turning up at the in the post credit scenes? Who's who was he? I don't know. Did we ever find out? No. The guy in the top hat. I don't know who he is. Yeah. Well, yeah, that guy, and then Venom, and all the Venom movies that they're doing now, and all the the uh, villain centric movies like Morbius, Craven, the Hunter, which they they've also got planned. They're all meant to be the Sony Spider Man universe. So this one's an interesting one because there's still. We we don't know for sure if this doesn't link in with the MCU because they're saying Tom Holland will, Tom Holland Spider Man will come into these movies at some stage, but they're also saying that Tom Holland will probably still be in the MCU. So it's, there's a bit. Of so are we excluding the Tom Holland Spider Man movies from this? Yes. So the Tom Holland Spider Man movies okay. are in the MCU, as far as yeah, yeah, we know. So so this is just Venom at the moment. This it's is just Venom. Venom. It's yeah. It's essentially just Venom. That's the only one that's been released. And then Venom two, and then the Jared Leto thingo, and then um, what else is what else is on the plate? Just Craven the Hunter. That's all they've announced up till then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Aaron Talon Johnson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fail. Hundred percent. There's there's no way of giving that slate of movies a pass. <laughs> you can't really do a Sony Spider Man universe without Spider Man. Like the yeah, that's the first the, mistake the they made, and he's not even in the movie, so I don't know how this works. That's the easiest fail we've given yet, I reckon. But it's an upcoming franchise, so maybe maybe it'll get better. But even if it gets better, it's it's stood in stone. It's still a failure because we failed it here. Isn't uh, Michael Keaton in Morbius? Is he in Morbius? Yeah, he is. He's yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. So is he playing the same character? Or is he just someone else? I don't know. We'll see when Morbius comes out. Whenever that would be. So, Sony's always had this fascination with the Sinister Six as well. They've always tried to set it up multiple times. Uh, They were doing it with Andrew Garfield movies, and they're trying to do it again with this. Because Scorpion is technically in the MCU as well, because he turns up in that post-credit scene, doesn't he? Yeah, he is. Yep. So, we'll see what happens with Spider-Man No Way Home, because stuff could happen. Maybe Andrew Garfield Spider-Man isn't gone forever and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man isn't gone forever either. Okay, so I've got Star Wars. Star Wars. Which I, I think it is a cinematic universe, I would say, because there's... Uh, it wasn't until Mandalorian, but now it is. But we're only doing the films. So if we're talking about the films, we've got $10 billion made, $1.6 billion spent. It's 12 films. So you've got the you've got the hard solo and the uh the rogue rogue one ones as well, which are I guess separate from the main three the main nine films, which is episode one to nine. And that makes up twelve, doesn't it? Hard solo, rogue one. Nine movies, and are we missing one? 
must be something else that we're missing. There is something else, I'm sure. Oh, no, they it's technically 11 movies. They added the Clone War movie to this, which doesn't count. So what, what do we reckon about Star Wars? Well, the future of the franchise, there's, there's still certain stuff they've announced. They've got the Rogue Squadron movie by Patty Jenkins, your favourite director. Is that still happening? Yeah, so that's still confirmed and still going ahead. There's a Taika Waititi movie that's apparently happening, which is not, like, confirmed, confirmed, but they think it's happening. And there's two two dates that two dates that they have for movies that are apparently going to release in 2025 and 2027. Okay. I There was rumours that Kevin Feige was going to produce one as well. There's rumours that he's doing something with Kathleen Kennedy as well. They don't know what... That's gonna. Be, it might be one of those two movies. I really hated Rise of Skywalker, so I'm giving this a fail. <laughs> if I look at the number of movies that I like and the number of movies that I don't like, there are actually more movies that I don't like out of the nine or the the eleven. There's there's more that I don't like than that I like. So the ratio is more to the negative side there. And then in terms of whether it's a cinematic universe, not really. Maybe it's not. Yeah, it's not really, is it? Yeah, it's loosely. Once they have these further movies, like Rogue Squadron and stuff like that, maybe it's a cinematic universe then, but at the moment it's probably not. But in terms of how successful it has been financially, it's actually the second highest behind the MCU. If you're just looking at it in terms of the, the dollars that are earned, it's very successful. It's one of the most successful brands in history. But in terms of whether it's a good cinematic universe, I'd probably also give it a cognitive regression because... The last two movies were not great, <laughs> especially the last one. <laughs> yes, especially the last one. When you do a cinematic universe, there's some advantages to it because you could do stories within stories. Like you can branch out and do different stuff with different characters and you can get different directors to do different types of movies. So you get different visions uh, within the same universe. So you can get like tonally very different movies, but they're still part of the same universe like Thor Ragnarok is in the MCU, but it's like a completely different movie. It's like a Taika Waititi movie. So you can get that. But I think Star Wars is an example of how it can also go bad if you get too many visions. Not like Paul Bettany, but visions. So I think Star Wars is an example of how you still need to have a singular vision guiding it to the next movie. The movie can be whatever it wants, but it's got to lead to somewhere where the next movie can pick up from. So if you don't have that attachment, it's like a... When you're running a, a relay race and then you like the baton doesn't, you can do whatever when you're running, but mm. if you don't pass the baton on, then it's, it's, you fail. So I think that's what happens. You're really time. loving some metaphors today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, Ryan Johnson didn't pass the baton on to JJ. Not a metaphorical baton. He actually has a baton. He just never gave it to him. He still's got, he's still, he's still got, got it, it at yeah. home. Yeah. The baton just says Star Wars on it. <laughs> It's just the you know the lightsaber that Luke Skywalker throws. It's just that he's meant to pass it on, but he, he didn't pass it on. No, I was just imagining. Do you know in primary school when you do relays and there's battens? Yeah, I was just imagining one of those. Oh, just one of those metal battens. <laughs> the one of those metal battens. Yeah, it's got Star Wars written in pencil on the side. It's this ritual that they have with Star Wars. The directors have to run a marathon and then pass it on to the next director. And Ryan Johnson just didn't do it. He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. All right, so that's another fail. We've only passed one. We're not doing great. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right here. My next one. So this is, you You were complaining that you had some bad ones. This is, uh, this barely got off the ground. Robin Hood was meant to be a cinematic universe. Again, they've had multiple stabs at this. So the last one that came out was a Lionsgate movie, actually. The one with Taron Egerton. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I did. They were trying to do like a gritty Robin Hood universe. And they were going to have spin-off movies with the different characters. So Jamie Foxx was... Um, what's his character's name? They were going to do one with his character. Little John or something? It's the guy without the hand. <laughs> Doesn't he have one hand or something? Yeah, maybe he's Little John. They were trying to take it in the vein of Pirates of the Caribbean, apparently. They wanted it to be like that era and that type of filmmaking, like that tone. Didn't work out because that 2018 movie wasn't well received. So I think this one is dead already. Obviously a fail. Failure, yep. Did make it off the ground, unfortunately. And I'm not really that interested. Like, I don't care about Robin Hood. It doesn't need a cinematic universe. Although there is another Robin Hood movie coming out. Like Disney's doing a live action remake of their Robin Hood with the fox. Of the fox one, yeah. So I've got Bourne next, $1.6 billion made, which is quite a bit for what I thought, actually. And they spent $490 million. Five films. Once again, is this really a cinematic universe? I don't think so. It's got that Jeremy Renner film, but then he kind of never comes back again. So, Born Legacy, yeah. From everything I read, they're not coming back to this universe. It's dead. They'd made a TV show. They were going to do a movie spinoff of the TV show, but the TV show got cancelled. So I don't think that's happening anymore. And I think there've been deteriorating returns with this one because I think the first trilogy was probably good. And then they did the one with Jeremy Renner, which was not that great. And then they did another one with Matt Damon, didn't they? Which wasn't great. Yeah, they did. The last one's just called Jason Bourne. It's the Matt Damon one who no one watched that. 
I haven't watched the Jeremy Renner one or the Matt Damon one, the last Matt Damon one. The first three were good. I don't think it's – yeah, I think you were going to say, I don't think this is a uh, cinematic universe, so fail. Yep, fail for me. Another one that barely got off the ground, and people have had multiple stabs at this one as well, King Arthur, there was – an idea to bring together the different knights of the round table in different movies. Lancelot, King Arthur, other guys. Merlin. <laughs> Merlin, yes. So they're going to do different movies with all the different characters and then they have some sort of team-up situation happening. And it was meant to start with King Arthur, the Guy Ritchie movie that came out a couple of years ago. I actually don't mind that movie. I know people don't. People don't like it, but I don't mind it. I don't think it's the worst. So, I haven't watched it. I've watched parts of it, and I tried watching it on a plane, and I just found it way too confusing. Like, I didn't know what was happening. It's very Guy Ritchie. It's like, oh, we're robbing a bank, but then the bank's in a bank, and the bank is not a bank. The bank's actually some guy's house, and then we're running out of the guy's house, and we've got money in our pockets. Oh, no, but I'm King Arthur, so I'm going to run faster than the other guys. It's like all shaky cam and stuff. It's Yeah, that's that's basically the movie. I actually like Guy Ritchie's style, so maybe I'll give it another chance. Yeah, obviously that movie didn't do well enough, so they'll probably have another go at this in another couple of years. They'll restart it again and they'll do a Merlin movie or whatever. I wouldn't mind seeing that, actually. I don't know why. I feel like it might be all right, but I'm giving it a fail anyway because this one failed. I think Disney's making a Sword in the Stone movie as well. So I've got Middle Earth next, which once again... Is this a cinematic universe? And I've got to say no. So they've got the Lord of the Rings trilogy and then the Hobbit trilogy. 5.8 billion made, 1.5 billion spent. Obviously, the upcoming TV series is happening with Amazon. And then there's that animated movie or whatever that they're doing as well. In in my opinion, this isn't a uh, cinematic universe. I think it's just two trilogies. And one of the trilogies is bad. I also don't think it's a cinematic universe. I think it's just a linear story because Hobbit happens i guess bilbo bilbo is not a main character in lord of the rings he's in it but he's not he's there but he's not a main character so maybe it does qualify as a cinematic cinematic universe possibly i think we're loosely yeah like if we say this is a cinematic universe then we have to say everything's a cinematic universe any movie that has a sequel is a cinematic universe so we were thinking about whether to include mission impossible in this and we said no because that is just a sequel like tom cruise is just in every movie is just it just one continues after the other, whereas this is, well, the main characters are all different between the, the trilogies, so so maybe it does count. But it still fails because... Yeah, one of the trilogies is shit, yeah. so it still fails. <laughs> it still fails. I know people like this Hobbit movies, but I don't, I just don't think they're yeah. good. Yeah, and I'm not going to apologize for it. They're not good, <laughs> especially the last one. The last one's terrible. All right. Monsterverse. So this is King Kong and Godzilla and... Yes, Godzilla, King Kong. Godzilla versus King Kong. This is a cinematic universe. I'll give it to them. This is definitely one. Yeah. Uh, and there's been four movies. So there's been three Godzilla movies, or two Godzilla movies, one King Kong movie, and uh, one team up movie, Godzilla versus Kong. And I don't think they're actually planning any more movies for this. So there's a TV show. There's a Skull Island TV show coming to Netflix. But apart from that, there's that's it. Good on them for keeping it simple. They're just like, we do one Godzilla movie. Do a couple of Godzilla movies, do one King Kong movie, have them team up, and that's it. I'm giving it a fail because I don't like that second Godzilla movie. <laughs> Overall, I found most of them boring except for Godzilla vs. Kong. First Godzilla is okay. Yeah, first one's all right, but he's not in it that much. It's it's that it's not groundbreaking movies. They're kind of they're kind of boring for the most part. You're correct. Uh, but Godzilla vs. Kong, I had a had a good time with that one. The uh, team up paid off. 
were there a lot of because I don't know much about King Kong or Godzilla. Like, were there a lot of Easter eggs and stuff in between? Were they like hinted at this happening? But uh, it's definitely you can't deny it's a cinematic universe. It's not a cinematic universe. It definitely is. No, it definitely is. There, there's probably hints. There's 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 hints. I reckon throughout. I don't know. Should I give this a pass? Because I, I think they did it well enough with what they had. I think it's. I think it's definitely. You can't fail it that it's not a cinematic universe. Look, realistically, it's probably a pass, but I'm giving it a fail anyway. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give it a pass. I think this is actually a pass, but I'm giving it a fail. Officially, it's a fail, but not officially, it's a pass. Yeah, I'm going to give this a pass because I think they and they've kept it simple. They haven't overreached. They haven't like they haven't been like we're going to do 20 movies on this. They're like we're going to do this and this and that's it. So I think I think they they understood what they had and they did it. So I'm going to give them a pass. I've got Fast and Furious, six point three billion made, one point four billion spent, ten movies. This is a this is a cinematic universe. It's got spinoffs. It's got stuff. It's got that Hobbs and Shaw thing. I guess that's the first official spinoff. But I think they might do more with that. There's nothing officially said, but I think they might do more. And there's two more films to come in the franchise. So, because if it didn't have Hobbs and Shaw, it's not a film. Well, it's not I, a I think technically Tokyo Drift counts as a. It's it's a sequel, but it's kind of a spinoff as well because yeah, none of the characters yep. in it. it. I think it counts as cinematic universe. Is it good? Ah, uh, good question. No, <laughs> it's not. It's enjoyable. Is it good? Is it? Yeah, it's it's not good. It's just it's just a bit of fun. I think I would give it a fail. It's barely a cinematic universe. The whole construct of Fast and Furious is that there's no logic. So anything to do with logic is non-existent. I think looking for logic around whether these moves are interconnected is also it's it's also non-existent. So I think it is what it is. Fast and Furious it, it's it's its own thing. It's it's almost its own. I don't think you could categorize it into any of these. It's its own. Yeah, it's they need to make a, they're a new term to categorize these films. Yeah, it's just its own thing. So I'd probably give it a fail, but I have fun with these movies. All right, it's you. This is we've just got our audience. We've said you know we're going to rate cinematic universes, and we're just say, saying each one is bad. <laughs> it's not a we're cinematic just, universe, we're just or it's bad. Each and every <laughs> single one of them. Here's another fail coming: Transformers universe. It's what makes a lot of money. Makes a lot of money. I think it's made over. Oh, this is wrong. It's definitely made because I, I know two of the movies made over a billion. So I think it's made close to four four billion or something. And the the weird thing is, the bad movies made all the money because there's only one. In my opinion, there's only one good movie in this universe, and that's Bumblebee. And that's also the movie that makes it qualify for a cinematic universe because it's a a spinoff. The rest of the movies are all bad. So. It's a failure, and it's barely a cinematic universe. Once again, it's basically just a bunch of connected movies, and then just one random prequel. I think they've really. I think there was some stuff in development, but I don't think there's anything officially announced in terms of what they're going to do for, with Transformers going forward. But definitely a fail. You can fail this just on the quality of the movies, but it's also not a cinematic. Yeah, universe. if it, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm failing it just because the movies are bad. But it's probably also a fail because it's not a cinematic universe. But Bumblebee is a good movie. It is. Yeah, not not enough people have seen Bumblebee either. It's it's worth watching. It's good. Another one that's going to be a fail probably because it's not a cinematic universe. The oceans, not the oceans in the world. The oceans movies. <laughs> yes, yeah, the Pacific Ocean and the there's crossovers because they you know they cross over literally. The oceans. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> we've got one, two, three, and then we've got eight. 
No, it's sorry, it's 11, 12, 13, and then 8. I think this is not a cinematic universe, and I only like, I think 8 is okay, and 11 is really good, and I got bored watching the other two, so I don't, never finish them, so I don't know if they maybe get better towards the end, but I'm going to have to give it a fail. I guess it is a cinematic universe, because Ocean's, like Sandra Bullock is George Clooney's sister or something, right? Yeah, yep. Also, I'm going to say there's no, nothing planned going forward. So there's no team-up movie with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney planned at the moment. Because technically he's meant to be dead or something in the universe, right? George Clooney. Is he? I don't know. I haven't seen the end of 13. Oh, no. He, in, in 8, they do say he's dead. Yeah. They go to his grave or something. But he's, he, is he really dead? He's probably not. They, they've planned to... I think it was if it was successful enough, they planned to bring him back. Yeah. I thought 8 was reasonably successful, but... Maybe it wasn't successful enough. This is another fail because it's not a... I don't think it, it's enough of a cinematic universe yet. If they do more more movies, then maybe. And there's probably only... Like you said, there's probably only two good movies. Like one one really good movie and one decent movie. All right. What do you have for me? Alien versus Predator. There's a lot of movies in this universe. So there's Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, Alien versus Predator, Alien Covenant... Alien vs. Predator Requiem. And then there's the Predator movies. So there's Predator. And then there's The Predator, which came out a couple of years ago, which was a disastrous movie. There's Prometheus. Did I say Alien Covenant? Yeah, Alien Covenant. So, there's, yeah, there's a lot. I think it's a cinematic universe. It's definitely a cinematic universe. Yep. It's definitely a cinematic universe. But is it a good one? I think when the T-Bot movie is that bad... I don't think you could say it's a good universe. <laughs> like, what, Well, that obviously it, hasn't paid it, off, it, right? It, like, the whole point of a cinematic universe is to eventually have a team-up. None of those and alien- And the team-up movies have all been terrible. None of the alien yeah. Predator movies are good, and most of the alien movies are not good, and most of the Predator movies are not good. Are not good, yeah. Yeah, like, they should have probably just stopped after two in Aliens, and they should have stopped after one. Oh, I think Predator 2 is meant to be decent. They should have stopped after Predator 2. They should have stopped after the sequel in both of them. And that last Predator movie was, was really bad, right? Was dog shit, yeah. <laughs> So, failure. Yeah, it's a fail. I have another failure coming up for you. Or you might give this a pass, but I'm going to give it a fail. The Wizarding World. So, we've got... It's made a lot of money. It's made $9.2 billion, which is like the second highest on my list, I think. We've got all the Harry Potter films, all eight of those, which were all pretty successful and well done. Then we have the two Fantastic Beasts films. And we have three more to come. The next one coming out in July 2022 at the moment. So it's not really a cinematic universe unless you add in the Fantastic Beasts movies. And when you add them in, they're shit. So <laughs> it makes it a shit universe. So it's a failure. This is an example of why you shouldn't do a cinematic universe. <laughs> because Harry Potter movies as by themselves, they were they were what they were. They were fine. And then they started doing this Fantastic Beasts stuff. And I think it's made it infinitely worse now. Maybe they'll the next three movies will change our minds, but officially, I'll never change my mind. And it's always going to be a failure. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a failure just based off the last movie. <laughs> just even if you just take that last movie, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a failure, definite fail. It's blatant that they did this just for money as well. It's it's so blatant. It's like a cash grab. That's the main reason they did it, and I think that's the other downside to cinematic universe. Obviously, they're if you do them well, they're very commercially successful because Marvel's done it, and that's why everyone's jumping on it. And not everyone is there necessarily to tell a story; they're there to make money, primarily to make money. And I think this is 
an example of that. J.K. Rowling can say whatever she wants, but I think that's that's the reason they're making these movies. So fail. So yep, failure for both of us. This is my second last one, or basically my last one. The Conjuring Universe. This one, there's been quite a few movies now. So they've done the main Conjuring series. They've done a trilogy of movies there. And then they've got all the spin-off movies. So they've got the Animal movies. They've got The Nun. They've got Curse of La Llorona. And they've got other movies planned. The Crooked Man and The Nun 2 coming up. This is definitely a cinematic universe, I think. Yeah, it's a cinematic universe. And it ranges... A lot in quality again. But I think the the key thing here is that all the other cinematic universes we've talked about, in terms of genre, they're, you know, action, action slash fantasy genre. This is the only one that's kind of trying to do it with horror, except the dark universe. I think they were trying to do it in terms of horror. But um, this is one that's done reasonably well, not brilliantly. They've done some decent movies. And the Conjuring trilogy is all right. The last one wasn't as good as the first two, but it was all right. Annabelle... The second one, Annabelle Creation, is good. The other ones are not as good. So it gets the pass in terms of the being a cinematic universe. I think it's a borderline. I'll give it a pass because I think they've they've probably done it the second best after Marvel. I'm going to give it a fail. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let me let me retroactively think about why I'm giving it a fail. I didn't like Conjuring Three. If you take away the main Conjuring universe, if you got one and two, and three being the main universe, then you've got the Annabelle movies, and you've got the Nun, and you've got the Curse of La Llorona. And out of all those movies, according to the critics, only one of them's good. So it's a fail. I've seen some of them. I've seen some of them, and out of the Conjuring main universe, everyone that I've seen is terrible. Yeah, I'll give it a pass. Probably Marvel, obviously, have done it the best. Then I think it's borderline between this and DC in terms of universes. So, yeah, I think the rest are below this. So, I'd give it a pass. You know, in, in, in uni, if, you, if you're a lecturer and you fail too many students, you get, like, questions. Yeah, so you've got to pass someone to kind of make the curve work. So, you don't have yeah. to answer too many questions. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't care. I'm failing everyone. <laughs> I've got the Kingsman, which, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if this is a cinematic universe or we'll see what you think. We've got the two Kingsman movies are the only ones that have come out. Then we have the Kingsman, which is a prequel film that's coming out at the end of this year. The planned movies coming out is there's a there's a third Kingsman called Kingsman the Blue Blood that is planned to come out. And there's also a spin-off called The Statesman that is planned so i think if all those come out it does count as a cinematic universe yeah once those come out i think it does count as cinematic universe in terms of the ones that have come out well it's just kingsman one and two i like kingsman one i don't like kingsman two. what is good what is shit yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i'm giving it a fail because i'm always erring on the side of failure so <laughs> but this could go either way yeah yeah i think it's still early days with this one it's like again another analogy like if a student he only answered two of the questions in a 10-question paper, but he got the two right. He got it perfectly right, but he didn't answer the other eight. Still got to fail him. Yeah. I had one last one. I haven't done too much research on this, but Bloodshot, a movie which I haven't seen, was meant to start a new universe as well. Is it Variant Comics? Yeah. So it was meant to start a, a universe there. I think they've actually planned Bloodshot 2. They've announced it with Vin Diesel again. It's happening, I think, but from all accounts, Bloodshot 
was not good. Yeah, I tried to watch it and I got really bored and I stopped watching it because it was not good. And I've tried twice, so it's I've given it a good shot and it wasn't good. So definite failure for me. Yeah, well, I haven't seen it, so it's just no one make fail for me. Yep. <laughs> fail by default. <laughs> it, it's Valiant Comics, by the way, not Variant. I, I had to check that, but it, yeah, it's Valiant. My last one is one that barely got off the ground as well. And because it didn't get off the ground, I don't think it counts as a cinematic universe. So we've got MIB and Jump Street. There's MIB 1, 2, 3, and that one with Chris Hemsworth. And then there's Jump Street 1, 2, and they're planning a third one called Jump Street Now for Her Pleasure. Officially, that there was a development to get MIB 23, which is a, a crossover between those two. And when Chris Lorded, wait, I always get these guys' names mixed Lord, up. What, what's, what's their names? Lord Miller. Yeah. yeah, those two. Yep. When they got asked about it last in 2019, they said it was still an option. They, it, they're not going to do it now. They're going to do the, the third jump straight, but they might do it in the future. Okay. Uh, it's a fail. It's not a it's not a cinematic universe. It's a fail. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fail. Yeah. And most of the, like that Chris Hemsworth MIB, I think it was MIB International, wasn't great. Oh, I tried watching that as well and I couldn't finish it. Shit. I think, was that all we had? That's all I had. That's all I had as well. There are other universes. Apparently, Pixar is a connected universe. Very loosely, though. So, I don't know if we can count that. No, it's a fail. <laughs> In terms of the talents, did you fail every single one? Yes. So, basically, you're saying cinematic universes are... Failures in general. All of them tell. But saying that, each single, every single one had a higher box office than they had a budget. So uh, I guess uh, I guess we're the jokes. <laughs> yeah, and here we are talking about it. So they're obviously doing something right. The only ones I passed were Marvel and The Conjuring Universe. And King Kong. And King Kong, yes. And the, and the MonsterVerse, yeah. So three. Unofficially, I'll pass Marvel and King Kong. But officially, they're all failures. We'll see where this goes. Maybe we'll do this in another couple of years where we've got more movies out and we can see which where everything stands. But I can't see... Which ones will fail then? Yeah, which ones will fail, will fail a few more then. I can't see anyone doing it better than... I think Marvel has just done too many movies as well. Like It will take years for people to catch up to Marvel in terms of the, just the volume that they've done. And now they're doing all the Disney Plus shows as well and... It's all interconnected. Yeah, got nothing to add to that. Very disappointing day at the office, though. <laughs> Did you want to quickly talk about the Hawkeye trailer? It's a Christmas, Christmas show. Yeah, it's a Christmas show, which surprised me. Gave me, like, diehard Home Alone vibes, so I'm uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I hope it's good. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a bit of fun. It's I think it's starting late November, so maybe they'll – I'm not sure how many episodes there are, but if there's six episodes, I think we'll finish on Christmas. Yeah, that'll be nice. Nice Christmas present. Instead of watching Wonder Woman 84, we'll watch this. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. And then, obviously, What If is still happening. Yeah, we which we will review once we get to the end of that. According to my calculations, Shang-Chi will come out on Disney Plus the week after What If finishes. Which is probably when we'll get the review out for that one as well. So, yeah. Between now and then, we'll just rate more movies and fail them. Mostly failures from me. Cool. So, if you had another universe that we didn't cover and you wanted to hear our thoughts on it, let us know. But I think we've covered most of them. What is your favourite cinematic universe? What is your favourite Not you. I'm, I'm, yeah. not, not you. I'm asking the listeners. What is my favourite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't care about you. <laughs> I want to know what the listeners want is. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't mention the Transformers one. They wanted to cross it over with G.I. Joe, I think. G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. At one stage. I don't think that's happening. I guess G.I. Joe is another cinematic universe because they've done the Snake Eyes thing. Yeah, but it's once once again, it hasn't got it off the ground, so I don't yeah. think we can give it to it yet. And Snake Eyes was bad Failure. anyway, so yeah, that's a regression there. All right, I think that's that's all we had. So people want to get in touch with us and tell us what their favorite cinematic universe is. If you want to contact us and let us know, uh, our email is podcast at gmail.com. And we're on all other platforms at uh, Cognitive Recalibration. And if you want to support the podcast, uh, you can do so by giving us a review on iTunes because that makes us more discoverable on search engines. If you haven't subscribed yet and you do like our content, consider subscribing. We do episodes every week. It comes out Sunday night, Australian time. And word of mouth, tell your friends about it if, if they like this kind of thing. So, yeah, spread the word. All right. That's the end of another episode. That's the end of another show. So next week, we'll see what happens because, like we said earlier, we don't know what's happening. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we can bring you. We'll we'll do some more topic episodes like this until we can watch some proper movies. Stay tuned. Hope you're all staying safe, and we'll see you in the next episode. See ya. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.